0: Hello, I'm Jonathan Math, and now we're talking to Andrea Buell for Back to Business and Andrea's Managing Director of Managed Care for Sedgwick. Andrea, thanks for being with us today.
1: Hi, Jonathan. Yes. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So we're talking about the first area, which is temperature screening and support. And if you could speak to what is entailed in the services being offered in this particular area?
1: Sure. So, um, what we're seeing is as people are entering back into the workforce or for those who have had to remain in the workforce, as they're going into their place of employment, one of the things their employers are concerned about is whether or not they are febrile because that is, that can be an indication of an illness and in our case specifically COVID-19. So. Uh, What we've seen um, from our employers is a request to have someone assist with taking the temperatures of the workers as they enter the workforce. Um, There's a couple of different ways that we can do this. We've partnered with several of our uh, vendor partners, and we actually have our own um, process in place through our Care Concierge Internal Sedgwick Program where we can place... um, either an LPN or a nurse's aide or an RN at the location uh, where the client has these employees entering their facility, and they can take the temperature and um, prevent anyone who's febrile from entering the building. We also can do this virtually because we realize that there are different situations for each of our customers, and some places are really remote, and in that instance, We can ship out the thermometers, uh, the single-use thermometers to our customers, and then they can link virtually with one of our Sedgwick nurses who can do the assessment, read the the temperature, and determine if it's safe for that individual to go back into the building, and if not, uh, do a consult to determine what might be going on and help them get the care that they need.
0: That sounds pretty amazing. I think you probably addressed this a little bit in your previous answer, but what type of client would benefit from this type of service? Can you give us an example?
1: Sure. Well, really, this is open to any any client. The ones that we're seeing use it most frequently are those who do have large distribution centers, large warehouses where they have a number of employees that are trying to enter the workforce at shift change um, and where they're going to have high potentials for exposure just because of the sheer number of people. Um, but there are also other smaller retailers that, as they open up, they may want to have a virtual nurse available to them um anytime somebody's coming on for shift change. So really, um while we're seeing the large employers really take advantage of this, um we have um, the opportunity to service any employer who's interested.
0: Great. And I think it seems obvious. but what are the key benefits for clients receiving these services?
1: Well,, one is we're starting to see a lot of states require that the employers have this type of screening process in place, and employers have really been struggling, uh, wondering where they can go to get this service. Um, they can come to Sedgwick as part of our suite of services. We make it very simple for them. Um, and then obviously, you know, aside from being able to determine who might have uh, the, the illness and ensuring they don't come in and infect people... It really provides a lot of peace of mind for the other employees that are coming to work every day to know that there is some sort of screening process in place that, that their employer is taking part of to try and help protect them uh, if they have not been exposed or had COVID-19, protect them from from getting the illness. Great.
0: Well, thank you for uh, that information, Andrea, and we appreciate uh, your time. Thank you. Okay. Now we're going for interview number two, Fit for Work programs. So here we go again. I'm Jonathan Mast. I'm here with Andrea Buell. Oh, you know what? I can just use my intro from the first time. I don't have to awesome. say that every time.
1: So.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and Way you to be efficient. To say, yeah, you don't even have to say thanks for being here. Let's just start with the three questions. So uh, interview with Andrea, Fit for Work programs. Andrea, what is entailed in the services being offered in your area for fit for work programs?
1: Well, Jonathan, it's really a three three pronged process, and we're we're targeting a couple of different things. first of all, we're we're looking to assist employers to get their workforce back into back into the work mode. We realize um, a lot of folks have been sitting at home, they have not been able to do their job um, due to plant closures or manufacturing facility closures, and some of these folks have very manually or manual labor-intensive, heavy, heavy labor jobs. Um, we don't want them to come back to work and have an injury because they're out of, um, because they've become deconditioned from not having to work. So, we have put together um, a package of strength training and stretching videos that are. Customers can share with their workforce to help them um, become stronger and ready to go back and do the job that they were once doing and do so without um, the risk of injury that would accompany someone who has become deconditioned. So, they can either, our employers can either use the standard video package that we've developed, or if they want to have a physical therapist come on site. To their larger locations to help with stretching and strength training, strength conditioning, particularly at the beginning of a shift to help the employee get their muscles um, and their tendons uh, stretched and ready to do their jobs to prevent injury. And that's definitely um, an, an option for employers. So, so that that piece of it really relates to preventing injury. That's our injury prevention for um, for this product. Now, the other piece of this relates to folks who have been out of work due to a work-related injury and would have returned had they to some sort of modified duty had they had a job to come back to. But since so many locations have been closed and, and so many of our employers have been impacted by COVID-19, these folks have sat out of work and have not been able to progress in modified duty. And so the same thing holds true for them. We can have either – we can have a um, – physical therapists on site to help with folks who are still in the physical therapy process due to their work-related injury and perhaps are having a hard time getting into a clinic because we understand that once the floodgates open, there's going to be a lot of demand. So we're able to place physical therapists on site and then also help these people ensure that the work that they're doing um, is done correctly, that the mechanics that they're using are proper and that they are... Um, not causing re-injury to the body parts. um, And that is something that these physical therapists can specialize in. Um, One final thing that we can do is provide access to our clinical return to work specialists who can assist employers with the um, uh, accommodation process and helping um, them with the interactive process. So a lot of employers may handle this internally as it relates to getting employees back into modified duty, they do need to talk about the modified duty with their employees um, and, and, and make sure that is documented and, and agreed upon. And in some, in some jurisdictions, they do need to share a modified duty job description as well. Like I said, a lot of times this is handled internally, but if there's a huge wave of modified duty requests coming through and folks going back into the workplace, it will become very easy for our employers to become overwhelmed, and therefore, we can help them with our return to work services. A-
0: Andrea? I'm so Did I go sorry. too long on my, that? No, my phone. Um, dang it, my phone. Something happened with my connection, so I dropped <laughs> off.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: Um, that
1: wasn't a very good one anyway, so I don't mind redoing it if I need to.
0: I mean, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of good content. I think we may. It may be longer than what mm-hmm.
1: they
0: were. They were looking for. So I am so sorry. Let's just. Uh, I know we got. Let's just start from the top and make sure get this again. I hate to
1: okay. I hate screw that's it.
0: Okay, that's so, okay. Okay, take take two on uh, Fit for Work programs. So, Andrea, we're talking about Fit for Work programs. Uh, and Tell us what is entailed in the services being offered in your area here.
1: Well, Jonathan, it's really a two-pronged approach. So we have those employees who have, not had an injury, but we don't want them to have an injury when they go back to work. And then we have those folks who have a known injury that we're trying to get back into the workforce. So I'll focus on the first group, um, which are the folks who do not have an injury. As as we know, there have been a lot of people who've been required to stay at home. They haven't been able to be in the workforce. Some of these people have very uh, labor-intensive jobs. And the fact that they've been at home and not been able to go to work or the gym um, could have caused them to become a little um, deconditioned um, in their physical um, in their physical ability. And so we have a package of videos um, that have been um, created by physical therapists that can help these employees um, with strength training and stretching so that when they go back into the workforce, they are not at risk for injuring themselves. Now, we can also provide on-site physical therapy for customers who have um, maybe a a large uh, warehouse, um, a large distribution center, and they want folks to be able to do stretching and strength training at shift change um, before they come on to their job. We can definitely accommodate that. that. Now, the second piece is really for those people who have had a work injury. Again, we can have physical therapy on-site because we know that the physical therapy clinics um, are going to start seeing more and more people there and uh, the employer desires we can have physical therapists on site. Um, and then we also have our clinical return to work specialists who can help with the interactive process as we're bringing these people back into work and ensuring um, that the job, the, the, the modified job uh, uh, descriptions are, are current and um, that the job offers are filled appropriately according to state jurisdiction.
0: Great. I think, I think you touched on probably uh, clients that would most benefit from that. It sounds like those that do a lot of physical movement and, and labor or intensive work. Is that, is that accurate?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We just want, we want to make sure folks are in, physical, in, in, in the right physical condition to be able to come and do their job, and, and that usually pertains to those folks who have the more physically demanding jobs.
0: And then, and then the key benefit there also, you want to speak to that just briefly? Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the benefit obviously is we're trying to prevent injuries from occurring. And by doing so, that's going to help our customers save money without having to have workers' comp or disability claims filed. So this is kind of the ounce of prevention goes a long ways. Um, and we've heard from many of our customers that they are looking for this type of service. So um, we're happy to be able to provide it to them.
0: All right, great. Thanks, Andrea, for uh, that information on the fit for work programs. Okay, let's go Thanks. to number three: uh, clinical consultation. So, hi, Andrea. So now we're talking about clinical consultation, and what is entailed in the services being offered in your area for uh, for this for this line.
1: The clinical consultation is a 24-7 phone line that gives direct access to a nurse who can triage an individual who um, perhaps maybe had an exposure to COVID-19 or is having symptoms and thinks that they might have it. So um, the employee can call the 1-800 number. They can speak with the nurse who can then do an assessment and determine if the person needs to see a physician and potentially get tested. Because in a lot of locations, um, getting tested for COVID-19 currently requires a physician's order. Um, And so the nurse can help direct to a testing center if um, it's determined that the person needs to be tested. The line is also a great resource for any type of physical injury that occurs um, in the workplace, again, 24-7 access immediately after the injury to speak with the nurse who can help determine the level of care that needs to be um, provided, whether that's self-care, whether that's going to the doctor, or maybe even into the emergency room. So it's a great tool that customers can use to make sure that the employee gets the level of care needed to address the illness or injury. Related to that employee.
0: And is there a particular type of client that this is best suited for, or is this appropriate for all all
1: clients? You know, really, any client could benefit from this service. It doesn't matter their size. Um, it really alleviates the administrative burden that a lot of our customers feel in trying to determine, okay, where do I need to send this person? You know, how do they get there? Can, am I making the right decision? Do I really need to send them to the emergency room? Can they go to an urgent care? All of those things that most of our clients, um, frontline managers, are not really equipped to determine. You know, they are not They are not medical professionals, um, but they can lean on us because we have a whole team of medical professionals standing by 24-7 to assist them.
0: And I think that leads to probably key benefits uh, that, that this offers for these services, which would sound like one of those is obviously just having professionals manage that, but what what else?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and the ER reduction is um, a huge benefit that we see. A lot of times employers err on the side of caution, and they'll send the employee to the emergency room, even if they don't really need it because they don't realize that there are other places that the employee can go. Um, or um, the um, – hold on, I just lost my train of thought here. <laughs> um, another Another – Oh, give me a uh,
0: just give me a pause so I can cut right here. Okay, go.
1: Okay, and a, another added benefit really just is the advocacy approach that you know um, our that the injured worker knows that there is a nurse who is there to help them. It can be kind of frightening after you have a work-related injury or if you suspect that you have COVID, um, and being able to call and speak to a nurse who can assuage your concerns and point you in the right direction really goes a long way.
0: Thanks, Andrea. That makes a lot of sense, and uh, that helps uh, with us as we uh, learn more about clinical consultation. Okay. Now we'll go to the last one, surgery preparedness. So here, you ready for this one? Sure. Bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bring it on. Bring it strong. All right. Here we go. Andrea, we're talking about surgery preparedness, and – if you could kind of talk about what is entailed in this service that that we're offering uh, in this area.
1: Sure, Jonathan. Well, if you think about all of the clinics and the outpatient surgical centers that have shut down during, during COVID-19, the demand for surgery is still there. We have a lot of people who were scheduled to have an elective surgery um, who have not been able to. And so as such, we have this, Huge number of people who are going to need to be getting in and, and, and be seen by their healthcare provider and scheduled for surgery. And that's really where our surgery nurses can step in and help um, with getting people rescheduled and get them moved up in the pipeline so that they are not continuing to sit out and wait for the doctor's office to call them and and let them know when the surgery is going to occur. We're really Um, able to get in there and be proactive in getting people scheduled for surgery. And while they're waiting, the nurse is providing a lot of education to these employees to help them understand things that they can be doing at home to prepare for the surgery so that they can have a better outcome. That would be things like the the foods that they're eating. The nurse provides a lot of education about what foods they should be eating, how to prepare their food before surgery, particularly if they're having shoulder surgery or something where they're not going to be able to move their arm talking about readiness, you know, things that they can do now so that they can be prepared when they come home to have a better, smoother, faster recovery.
0: And this seems like this would apply to pretty much any, any type of business, any type of client.
1: It does, yeah. Any, any customer who might have employees who need to have surgery, which is all of our customers, um, could really benefit from the service.
0: And just uh, to state, what are, what are those benefits that this will provide to those who take advantage of it?
1: Well, again, we'll be able to get people scheduled for their surgery quickly. And when the, when the um, surgical centers start reopening, we'll be able to get our folks to the front of the line so that they're not staying out and being out of work for even longer periods of time. Also, speaking with the nurse and having a plan in place allows the employee to feel like they have con- some control over this very uncontrollable situation, but that they're able to start um, planning and preparing. The nurse will help with mindfulness activities so that it can help alleviate some of the anxiety and stress that the employee is feeling, which is typical with, um, when you're facing surgery, but obviously heightened in this current environment that we're in. So the nurse can review mindfulness activities um, as well as some of the other tips that I had mentioned um, to help the employee be in, in their best physical shape going into the surgery. And by doing that, it really can shorten the recovery time and thus the expense for employers as it relates to medical costs and indemnity spend.
0: Great, well thank you for that information andrea as far as as far as surgery preparedness and uh really thank you for our, for your time today
1: thank you thank you very much